92.5. Brooke and Jubal's second date update. You know, doing these second date updates for such a long time, we've heard some crazy excuses from people on how they've gotten out of a first date. We've had people pull fire alarms, just make up all kinds of stuff to get out of their date. Well, today's might be the craziest. Meredith is on the phone with us, and she wants us to call a guy named Chris today. Mm -hmm. Chris made an excuse to get out of his date that sounds just made up. Meredith, how are you? Hey, good. How are you guys doing? I'm all right. Thank you for your email. I appreciate it. Yeah, I love you guys. I love the show. Thanks. Now, before we get into the weird excuse that this guy gave you, where'd you meet him? Well, um, I actually met him at my job. I know you're maybe not supposed to do that, but um, I work at a veterinary office. and um, He's human, right? He's human? <laughs> yes, he is human. Okay. All right. He brought in his dog. Okay, you were scaring me. When you, as soon as he said veterinary office, I was like, wait a second. We might not be able to do this second date update. This is really Or we will, and it'll be really interesting. No, he was bringing his dog in, you guys. Okay. And did you hit on him? Well, I wouldn't say I hit on him. We were both kind of flirty right away. And I definitely was attracted to him. But he had asked me for my phone number when he left. For a guy supposedly ditching you on your first date and making up some excuse, you don't sound very pissed. (laughs) Well, I'm just really confused because I totally think he lied to get out of our date. Yeah. After I read your email, I agree with you. Really? I do. (laughs) Why don't you just tell everybody what he said to you to get out of your date? Because it sounds ridiculous. What happened? So he asked me to go out with him to dinner, and I was excited. And he came to my place to pick me up. And now at the time, my roommate, she likes to have people over a lot. And so she was kind of having like a get together. And there were a bunch of people there. And they're my friends too. And I wanted to see him like interact with my friends and Mm -hmm. see how he is around other people. So he came to my place. He was cool for like five, ten minutes. And then after like 15 or 20 minutes, he started getting really panicky and like really awkward. And then he said he needed to speak to me outside. And you guys were still at your apartment at this point. Exactly. Yeah. And there was like a bunch of people there. So we go outside in the hallway and he's like, I have to go right now. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I have dipnophobia. He has what? Dipnophobia. Deepnophobia? Yeah, he said it's like a phobia or paranoia of dinner parties. What? That said, could not be real. Are see, you, I told you it was me? ridiculous. He told her that he has a fear of dinner parties and had to leave. I feel like every boyfriend or guy could ever yeah, say Yeah, I have a fear of dinner parties too. I didn't know there was a clinical term for it. Oh my gosh, what did you say to him? I was like, what? I was so confused. I didn't even know like what to say. And I was like, well, are we going to go out to dinner? We can just leave now. He's like, no, I have to go. I have to go home. I have to decompress from this. I'm having a lot of anxiety. And I have to leave, but I'll totally, you know, text you or call you and we'll go another night. And I was like, okay. And I thought he was really, that was really strange. And I thought he actually made up that condition. Uh-huh. But I like Googled it. I guess it is a real thing. Really? But I don't know if he has it. But either way, it's just like super weird and confusing. <laughs> and I think he's lying. And Did, I- um, oh, he, did he know that all those people were going to be over there when he came over? Did he know that it was a dinner party? like a formal dinner party it was just my friend had like a bunch of friends over okay and no i didn't mention it to him because it wasn't like we were staying for the whole night yeah. we were going to go out to dinner and he just picked me up i i don't know i just it seems so far-fetched to me deep no phobia yeah. i don't know it sounds ridiculous yeah. but i was just at wondering if it looked like he was acting yeah. like he was scared of the dinner party i don't know if scared but he did seem like awkward and anxious 
he hasn't called you, right? To reschedule. No, he has not. Maybe so- he's got a fear of the telephone. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have multiple fears. Telephobia. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, is I'd actually believe his deepnophobia if he actually called you afterwards and been like, hey, I'm sorry, can we redo this? Yeah, but now nothing. But now nothing at all. (laughs) Nothing. And I don't even know if I want a second date with him. I just want to know what happens. You know what I mean? Like, why would you be so into, like, going out with me and then suddenly you have some, like, made-up condition? I wonder if that's, like, his go-to to to get out of things. You know, because how do you even know that deepnophobia is a thing unless you have it, but it also doesn't sound like he has it? Yeah. (laughs) What did you say to your friends when you walked back in with no date? I was so embarrassed. I was like, um... Yeah, he said he wasn't feeling well and had to leave. Oh, no. And they were just like, oh, You didn't tell him that you brought over some psycho (laughs) who says he has a fear of dinner parties? No, I left that part out. I don't want to freak them out. And how many times have you tried to get a hold of him since your date? I have not called him. Not at all? Okay. No. All right, cool. Well, we'll play a song, come back, call him, and get your second date update. Okay. And hopefully he doesn't have a fear of ringtone. (laughs) Answer the phone. Thank you. Give it to me, I'm worth it. Moving 92.5. Brooke and Jubal in the Mornings. Second date update. An abnormal fear of dining and dinner conversation amongst large parties of people. Mm. That is deep nophobia. Oh my gosh. If you're just tuning in for the second date update, Meredith is on the phone and she wants to call a guy named Chris. Chris got out of his first date with her by saying that he had deep nophobia. <laughs> And he could no longer continue to hang out, and then he just took off in a cloud of dust, and she has not heard from him since. And we all think it's pretty much a lie. We're about to call him and find out if he was lying about that. Meredith, you ready? I guess so, yeah. (laughs) And if it turns out that this is legit and he really has this true phobia, do you even want to go out with a guy that you can't take to group parties? Yeah. I'm not sure, but I just think he's totally lying, so I want to. I just want him to, you know, tell the truth. Yeah, why would he come up with deepnophobia to get out of your date? It almost sounds too crazy that it's real to me. Really? Yeah, I don't no. know. There's yeah. Well, I've it. never heard of it before yeah. until we did this second date update, so it seems like something that's pretty far-fetched. To be able to drop deepnophobia on a whim yeah, is just... pretty impressive. I'm going to dial the phone number right now and get him on the phone and find out why he had to make up a disorder <laughs> to get out of a date with you. God, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry to say it like that, Meredith. It's okay. All right, here we go. Hello? Hi, can I speak to Chris, please? This is Chris. Who's calling? This is Jubal from Brook and Jubal in the Morning. How are you? Who? Jubal from Brook and Jubal in the Morning. The radio show? Radio show. Yes, um, it's a morning radio show. What are you calling about? <laughs> I'm calling you because you recently went out with one of our listeners, and they emailed me and asked if I could get you on the phone and ask you a few questions. Her name is Meredith. Um, okay. Well, Meredith emailed me and talked about your date a little bit, and she said that you had to leave early. And you haven't gotten in touch with her since, and she was kind of wondering why. She she actually said that? Yeah, she told us about your date. She said that she met you at the vet clinic she works at. You were bringing in your dog, and mm-hmm. she thought you were really cute, thought you were cool, and was really looking forward to going to dinner with you. But when you showed up at the house, 
you kind of were there for a minute and then told her you had to leave. Yeah, uh, it was just a strange situation. <laughs> okay. She did mention that you told her you had deep nophobia, a fear of <laughs> dinner parties. I can't believe she told you all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked to her for a little while about your date. And I'll be honest, from my perspective, it sounds like you made that up to get out of a date. Is that true? You know, it's it's a condition. So you are deep nophobic. Is that the right way to say it? Yeah, sounds good. good yeah. It. <laughs> it's a real thing. It's a real thing and you have it or you just know it's a real thing and you use it to get out of dates? No, it's a real thing. Yep. Yeah, but you're not answering the question. No one's debating. Do you have deep nophobia for real, or did you just make that up for an excuse to get out of your date? Like, if you're lying, it's cool. I'm not going to judge you for it. Just tell us. Um, uh, okay. Fine. Uh, yeah. I, so, I just needed, I needed to get out of there. How did you how did you know how did you know deep no phobia like how did you choose that of all things? Well, I was super uncomfortable there and I pulled out my phone, I googled phobias and like I was looking for a social phobia and literally that was the first one on the list. Awesome. Like, I'm pissed at you right now because I gave you the benefit of the doubt, and now it just turns out you're a big liar. He's smart. He's not a liar. He's a liar. <laughs> no, I'm not lying. It's a real thing. It, it, it's a fear of dinner conversation. Yeah, that's not the liar part. You lied Dumbass. to Meredith, though. You lied to the girl that you went out with, telling her that you had this. Why would you need to do that? Well, I would say she wasn't completely forthright with me. I'll just put it that way. So but, she lied to you about something? Uh, yeah, we were supposed to hang out, right? Like, okay. Like her and I. Yeah. And it was just, it, it turns out that was not what happened. Weren't we're just, you guys supposed to meet up at her place and then go to dinner by yourself? That's what she told us. That's what she led me to believe. But once I got there, I could see there was something else on her mind. And I'm not that kind of person, really. What are you Whoa. talking about? Were you just you were upset because she was giving other people attention in a party or something? No, I'm I'm just not into group sex. What? what? Wait, what did you just <laughs> oh, say? Dude. Oh, what? Oh, You're not into what? <laughs> I don't do that. I I've never done that. Why do you think that she was wanting to have group sex with you because there were some girlfriends over at her apartment? It was pretty clear. If you were there, you would have seen. And really? It was, like, really blatant. There were girls giving each other back rubs and sipping wine and being really touchy-feely with me in a way. Like, oh. I'm touching my forearm, like, okay. really? times in conversation. So you feel like she catfished you oh into gosh. having a group thing with her and a bunch of friends? Yeah, and I'm just not the orgy type of guy. I just needed to get out of there. I'm more traditional. Are you sure that you aren't reading into things a little too much and like she didn't just have some friends who were hanging out? Mm, it became abundantly clear, like one thing after the other, and like I was getting these looks, and came over and was like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. 
have you seen the tour yet? Have you checked out the bedroom? And it's like, what? Dude, you are jumping to conclusion. This sounds like a normal evening with girls. You're saying that a girl touched your forearm and asked if you had toured the house, and suddenly that to you means group sex. Well, it was multiple touches on the forearm, and, and I've got to say she wasn't the only one. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, they kind of look like porn stars. Completely insane. I knew he was a liar, but I didn't know he was like a creeper and a weirdo and completely delusional. Hey, Chris, that's Meredith. She's actually on the other line listening. What the hell is going on? Meredith was listening to that whole conversation and apparently doesn't agree with you that she was about to have a huge orgy with you and her friends. You have a very vivid imagination, Chris. You're delusional. It was just me and my friends hanging out. You know, if it was me, I would probably want to deny it publicly as well. <laughs> so, Meredith, I the, did, did you hear the picture that he painted? Yes, I knew he was a liar. I didn't know he was, like, completely deranged. Thank you, because I, I've never heard anything like this. So you weren't, inviting, you weren't inviting him over for some kind of ambush group sex party. Absolutely not. Well, what was all the touching about? I mean, your friend asked me to tour the bedroom like I've never seen a bedroom before. I know what that means. I'm not an idiot. I wasn't born yesterday. Oh, my God, Chris. It is very normal for people to give you a tour of their apartment the first time you're there. And I don't appreciate you calling me and my friends porno stars or whatever you said. That's really rude. My friends were all nice girls. Oh, I can tell. They're super, super nice. And if I stayed, they would have been even nicer, I'm sure. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Meredith, did you know that he was such an idiot when you agreed to go I out with I had no him? idea. You guys might think I'm an idiot and say I'm crazy, but I just call it like I see it. And that was a pre-orgy meeting. Pre-orgy meeting. I think you're what even that I didn't even know those existed. I didn't, yeah, Chris, for somebody who doesn't seems to not like orgies, you seem to know a lot about them. No kidding. I could smell it as soon as I walked through the door. All right. Well, I do have to ask the question, Chris. Oh would God. you like to go out with Meredith again on a second date? We will pay for it. No. Right. No, it is not my thing, but I am sure that you can find somebody who's going to suit your needs and participate in all that freaky sex party stuff. Gross. There you go, Mer- Meredith. There's still hope for you and your friends. Ugh, Broken Jubal in the morning. And I know she'll be the death of me. At least we'll both be numb.